let's do something just to kind of let the tension in the room dissipate. Yeah. Okay, so what do you want to do? Do some singing exercise or something? No. <laughs> Phoebe's having um, an allergic reaction to the pollen count in the air, and I fear that it's going to uh, bring on a, a Oh, fight. I've been feeling strange all weekend. <laughs> so just so you know, listener, if we do have a few pauses, it's just because we've, you know, had to stop and just hit each other or something. But hopefully... No, no, it's, I, don't feel anti- I don't feel antagonistic. I maybe oh. have started a couple of fights this weekend, but... You just seem a bit dozy. There's something just going on in my sinuses that's just making my brain not mm. quite fully, 100%. But also antihistamines do that. Have you been taking lots of antihistamines? No, 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 not at all. Only a couple. Only a couple. Mm. Only a couple sprinkled here and there. Your eyelids are just glazed over and looks like you just don't give a shit. I do, I do, <laughs> I do. I put, put on my lovely sleeve tat shirt yep. and a, a t-shirt that we got sent. Mm-hmm. So Pretty, I very... hope you can follow the motto on the t-shirt. If you can't find the sunshine, be the sunshine. Ah, that's nice. Yeah. It's very you. Very me. Um, You'll be so fine. Yeah, You'll be fine. fine. I believe in you. And actually that's good because we wanted to talk about... Um, you know, hopes for the future and what we think we might do next mm-hmm. now that lockdown is starting to ease yeah. and uh, we're both at kind of a crossroads in our lives and careers and living situations. And so, yeah, so if you are feeling a bit drowsy, it's probably a good idea to talk about positive plans for the future. <laughs> or no, maybe the hay fever and the changing of the season symbolises change in our lives too. Yeah, and also maybe it's good to go into these decision decisions kind of a bit drowsy because then you don't place so much kind of weight on them i'm not that drowsy you fucking bitch <laughs> you're a bit drugged to be honest <laughs> i'm fine i'm totally fine totally fine my eyelids won't go higher than this okay but <laughs> <laughs> they won't they like, i'm trying but they won't get higher than this and that's fine okay, cool yeah cool, cool, so cool, cool, um cool. So how, how you... do you feel okay. about um, lockdown easing? And you had your first social activity in a while, didn't you, the other night? I did. I saw my friend. I saw my friend, Honey. Um, it was it was really nice. We sat in her garden and just had a nice chat. But I was so excited beforehand that I ended up curling my hair with a tiny, tiny little curl tong. Um, <laughs> my pink one. Yeah, your pink one that you've had for a long time. So it's probably malfunctioned. It almost burnt my hair off. It just... I that was doing... the one they use for lavender brown. You know that yeah. in Harry Potter. That's why my hair was ringlety. That two hours every day. Yeah, it took me a while to do the whole head, but I ended up having like a full fro of kind of curls, mm. and um, it just didn't suit me particularly well. I tried my hardest to brush it out. Ended up losing a bunch of hair that I didn't really need to lose, and I, I just. It was all just because I was too excited to see my friend. And then I got d- too overexcited, so I was exhausted by like 9.30 and I had to leave. So, you know, that was a fun experience. Aww. But it was nice to do something different. I've been noticing people having social activity um, around, like, you know, in that garden over there. I've, mm-hmm. seen a, I've seen some social activity in that garden. I've noticed in the park, a few more people in sitting in circles. Mm. And I, I really don't like it. Yeah. I kind of feel really uneasy about it. Not because of the virus necessarily and, you know, worry about people being irresponsible and people being contagious and stuff and that passing on. But more just, I have such social anxiety anyway when I see people now being allowed to have fun, Mm. which is always a trigger word for me, fun. Mm. Mm. Uh, I just, I'm finding it very unsettling. Well, also to see people hanging out in friendship groups of six and being like, oh, wow, I haven't been asked to be a group of six yet. 
Yeah, there's no sick group of six that I'm involved in yeah. right now. I saw a story of um, a friend who was obviously dressed up mm. and had makeup on and stuff and a top that wasn't, you know, a tracksuit. And I was like, she's going somewhere. Mm. Where is she going? Mm. Who is she seeing? Mm. And that's not good for my neurotic kind of tendencies. Mm-hmm. But we've been socializing yeah. with each other. Yeah, so. exactly. We, know we are lucky because I think a lot of people don't have that constant kind of camaraderie mm-hmm. that we have, mm-hmm. which is really good. But I think that will cause a, a lot of problems when you do start socializing more again and I am left behind. Well, no, I don't feel that way at all. I feel the complete polar opposite. I feel like I've now spent so much time with you and your family and your life that I I feel now if I think of like, oh, who are my friends and stuff like that? It's a very small list. And my connection to you is just so much stronger than any of that. How can anything really live up to that? Oh, I think it will when I start being a bitch again. But also I had this I had the same problem with Alfie. Alfie had his first um night out. It wasn't to be fair to him, and he is he said to me he's gonna listen to this podcast and check I'm not doing anything saying anything that's um wrong, because he'll come in and argue and, you know, maybe start a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um but he said, and I, I am gonna bring this up in the podcast because I feel it's only like it, it wouldn't do service to the fight we had unless I, I kind of share it publicly. Okay. Yeah. So um, we were doing a podcast of somebody else's, your friend Honey's actually. Um, the Body Protest. The Body Protest. Stay tuned. The episode will be dropping soon. Which was um, really fun to do. Yeah. Really interesting. I had never thought about how fucked up we are. Oh, <laughs> for sure. We were the, I mean, probably the least appropriate guests to have on, considering that's a very, like, well thought out, like, you know, Cat, like very conscious, like very um, appropriate uh, podcast about body image and like the science behind it and the emotion behind it. And they, you know, they're just very thoughtful. And then we just crash onto the scene talking about fucking why we want to be skinny like Nicole Richie. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> shit. That's not what they asked for. I, I think I had locked Nicole Richie away somewhere deep in my psyche. And the second her name came up, I was like, I wanted to be her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be her. And we were just talking about just some, oh yeah, we we, we were wild cards, but it was a lot of fun. Thank it you, It was Annie. a lot of fun and she kind of made me feel better about it in a mm. way, both of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I had said to Alfie on this day that uh, we were doing that podcast at five, four. Mm-hmm. I knew he was doing a podcast um, at six. And I, so I thought, oh, he'll probably need to leave around five. Because of the light and in this house, you know, I put us in that room mm-hmm. because I thought, oh, it'd be nicer. I didn't really think about the fact that he would have to come in and get changed. Fair enough. My my fault. My fault, Alfie. I understand that is my fault. But hands up, you caught us. I had also said, can you look after baby for four to five while I do this podcast? And then you can leave at five. Uh, but because I... I am awful at handing over the baby when I should because it would make work more efficient. I always feel like I would prefer to do the work less efficiently and have the baby nearby, Mm -hmm. which is something I really need to work on. Um, So I I had the baby with me until it got a bit tricky and the baby started crying too much. So I gave the baby to Alfie at about 4.30. And he was like, what, what? And I was like, well, I told you I was going to give the baby. He said, yeah, but you're going to give me the baby at four. So why didn't you give me the baby at four? I assumed I wasn't now going to have the baby. Anyway, he came into the room, got his clothes in the back of our podcast, which we were kind of got publicly annoyed about but it was actually fine it was not a big deal yeah we were just joshing with him you know mm-hmm. like to in to to incorporate him into the whole you know the body protest yeah as he was getting changed exactly. it's actually really appropriate exactly um anyway to cut a really long story short he then left but i'm trying to be breezy um obviously it's not 
ever going to work. But yeah. I was trying to be breezy for the, this was the first time he was actually going out the house to do something in quite a long time now. Um, you know, he's usually always here, <laughs> obviously. And so I, I didn't say, oh, what time are you going to be back? Because I thought breezy, be breezy. Um, so I assumed a podcast lasts about an hour, you know, mm. we, we, you know. Anyway, he didn't get back till the early hours of the morning. <laughs> yeah, naturally. Naturally. Um, needless to say, it did cause quite a lot of tension and trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have decided that I need to just relax about that. And it's, it's you know, he was just having a good time. <laughs> there has to be a middle ground here. You, like... Yeah, that can't just be, you go from being like, you know, really, really upset to then completely not upset about it at all. There has to be a middle ground. Well, at the time, I felt so enraged that, because it got to about 9.30 and I thought, why isn't he back yet? And then I texted him and he said, I'm just going to go for a walk with my friend after the podcast. It sounds harmless, doesn't it? Yeah. A walk with my friend after a podcast, Mm -hmm. but... I didn't realize he was so desperate for social activity other than us that he needed to stay out until 2, 3 a.m. Yeah, he not, says it, not the most flattering representation of your connection to us, Alfie, if we're being perfectly honest. But. Well, he said that he got back at um, like quarter to one. I know that isn't true because I WhatsApped him at 1.30, mm-hmm. a rather rude, abusive text. Um, it wasn't abusive, but he says it was abusive, whatever. Um, and, you know, my style of text is quite harsh. Mm-hmm. At, after midnight, mm-hmm. it gets quite harsh. Yeah, yeah, you've got a curfew on your um, emoji use. Yes, exactly. I like that. I appreciate that about you. Uh-huh. I do, I do, I do, I really do. I do. It just signifies I'm not up for a chat. Yeah. If I'm sending emojis, I'm free. Exactly, exactly. You can tell you're in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so... Especially I, when they're colour coordinated, then it's like, whoa, okay, somebody's mm. sunshine today. Whereas you need to stop using that fucking heart emoticon, okay? Use a different fucking emoticon. The heart, the, the dark heart. Yeah, I like that one way better. No, it's like a dead heart. No, <laughs> no. It's a heart that's died. No, no, That's the one no, you use when no, you say, sorry, no, somebody's no, died. No. I use, okay, fun little fact about me, I'm quirky, so I use the heart from way, 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 you have to scroll way back past all the other emojis, not only these fucking basic coloured hearts, red, orange, purple, you know, sh- fuck that shit, they all have little white patches on to make them look shiny, hate them, I go all the way to the back section of the emojis, go to the gambling section, go to the poker section, you get the heart that's like the queen of hearts, like it looks like a card, mm-hmm. that one is so much cooler, that's no. the one I use for everything, that's the only it's emoji gothic. I use. It's gothic. And deathly, and it, every time you send it, it sends a shiver up my spine. Oh, I, I love you. it. <laughs> I hate it. I didn't realize. I've asked you before as well. No, you <laughs> haven't. Okay, maybe I've asked Alfie. Alfie went to her face and sending that heart, and I had to say, Stop it. Stop <laughs> I love that heart. I think that heart looks so much more romantic. It's like a deeper red, it's like kind of crimson, and aloes are in crimson. Mm, no, no. I guess I'm just more of a, you know, an artist or a romantic or something. Yeah. You just more variation with your emoticon use. Come okay. On. But anyway, sorry, go back to the Alvi thing. Yeah, so I, I definitely have now had this experience. I've had two little tests of you going out and then him going out and I think I've I've handled that, you know, I wasn't bothered by you, especially because you didn't you know, you had a nice time, but you know, you weren't out to the early hours. Yeah. <laughs> with with Alfie, I think I did overreact and I am I'm willing to put that on the record publicly, given that he might be listening to this. Um, but I do think there has to be an element of 
not just Alfie, but most people with the easing of lockdown, not to just act like a prison escapee. Yeah, exactly. You're not not our hostage. (laughs) It can be a little insulting. (laughs) So just maybe a tiny bit more moderation next time. Exactly. I don't think that he'll ever get good at that, but I do hope that I can try and kind of be a bit more... I don't know, breezy in the future. That's something that you've always wanted, Jesse. And mm. like, you can put it on as many vision boards as you want, but you're not going to be a breezy girl ever. I know. Okay. I know. So, like, he has to compromise to you as well. Well, he has because he, you know, he. Babe, I think what I've noticed is that whatever the situation, even if he promises that he'll be back at a certain time, <laughs> never is never. I'm now just. I think I just have to accept he's. He's gonna lie. Yeah, he's a liar. He he's is a liar. a liar. He's a stone cold liar. He's a really brilliant liar. Like, he's so secretive as well. Mm. Like, I can't believe how quick he is to turn his iPhone away from me. <laughs> it's just astounding. Even if I glance over it with just one eye to see what he's doing, it's already awake. It's already like <laughs> hidden. <laughs> and I think a new low in lockdown has been this fun new game for me, um, a low for him of. Uh, he gets up to go somewhere and his phone is left there on the side and I've taken to hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> and I do that maybe twice a week. He manages to not be that careful with it and he leaves it somewhere. Fucking hell, I love that game. Yeah. Love it. That is really funny. He notices it within about like a minute <laughs> now, even if he leaves it on the side for a second, he comes back in and says, like, don't take my phone. <laughs> I've tried every single passcode. Oh. Every um, it's not my birthday. It should be my birthday. It's not my birthday. It is never going to be your birthday, Jesse. He's got some fucking cryptic passcode. He Does he have an has... iPad that's connected to it? Um, it's, no, he's too clever for that. Because that's just that's a little life hack. Any girls out there, if you know, if the guy's iPad is attached to it, you can also go through the iPad too. That's uh, something I picked up from TikTok. I've never done that. Well, that's but for I'm people just who, saying, you know, aren't, aren't worried about cybersecurity. I yeah. mean, that's very stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so I, I think, I don't know. What are you lo- most looking forward to, you know, in the next few weeks slash month? Um, I genuinely have no idea. I feel very, like, frozen at the moment by, like, the idea of um, wanting things to change for the better and, and, and feeling excited about the future, but also realising that maybe I've lost my, like, capacity to actually deal with those things we both might be moving in the Mm -hmm. next couple of months which is kind of feels weird to say it out loud but it's kind of it's suddenly become urgent yeah it's something I've been thinking about for literally months and months and months and months but now that it's actually getting to a point where it's closer to it the idea of not living with family anymore um despite the fact that that's something that you know at points I've like thrashed about and been like oh you know I want to like live with young people or whatever um I'm now not only realising that it's going to be a huge shift, but that I also... Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I just did that really unsuccessfully. <laughs> Trying to talk about Sorry. something serious. Sorry. Um, I also realised, like, I don't have that many close friends, and certainly none of them are really looking to move. So it's not as easy as just, like, snapping your fingers and being like, oh, wow, I've got a cool pad like they do in all the movies. It's like... It's horrible. I, I actually can't find anyone to move in with. Plus, I don't think I'd even be able to cope fantastically with not living with you guys anymore. But when I tried to talk to you about that yesterday, you were like, no, you can't. No, you, you can't. can't you can't stay living with us. And I really thought you'd want me to continue to be your roomie. Oh, no, it's not that. It's just, I think... Um, 
So I've been holding you're a lot too, of like you're too young to be to be bogged down with childcare, and you see how they are with you constantly. They're always on you, always wanting to play, and this is a really you know this should be a really productive period in your life. You don't want to be like a, basically a mum already. Um, I want more. F- I, you you deserve more. Also, I wouldn't let you have your friends around. No. Would not let you have your friends around. I know, around. that's what I was trying to think about. Would you let me have no, friends around? No, 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 no. You no, wouldn't no, even no. let me have Horatio over, I wouldn't would let you? you have a boy around. <laughs> Absolutely not. So yeah, you that you deserve more than that. I thought that. it would just be cool. Like, I'm just the cool aunt that lives in. Yeah, but you, would, you, would, you don't understand how limited my life is in the best possible way. But my day is so structured. I know, but I've got so used to that being here and like I know, helping but you. You, you, be, you. It would be so limiting for a 24-year-old. I know you're not 24 yet, but like... It, it would be very limiting yeah. and, and and you would find it incredibly frustrating. And also we are so different that I think if you, out of lockdown, I think you're gonna find me quite, like it is, a, my life out of lockdown and in lockdown is, is not that different. You know, I've got a bedtime, they've got a bedtime. Mm-hmm. I've got very limited time to work. Like it's all, you, yeah. you just deserve more than that. That's what that's I'm saying. That's very but, sweet. I'm just saying I don't think I'm, I, I genuinely don't think I'm going to be able to find someone. Yeah, which but that's is most fine. people, but that's why most people do these kind of like gum tree. Flat shares yeah, and stuff, which, I, which, which I just know I'm not going to be able to do. Yeah, it's just terrifying. I'm, it's too terrifying. And I have too many weird habits. And I would just, yeah, can't, I can't deal with that. So I don't think it's your habits you have to worry about. So, you know, strangers um, collect toenails and stuff and, you know, have too many cacti and. I just, it, I think that the general feeling I have is excitement at the idea that things are going to change and they have to change, but also fear at the idea of actually having to put in the work and, and figure out all the processes and all that kind of stuff. Because now it's finally getting to a point where that stuff is becoming more real. I am maybe feeling a little bit scared and anxious or yeah. whatever. Um, I feel so kind of alleviated recently by grief, not, I'm still obviously grieving and incredibly sad but grief on its own has made me a lot more practical so I've accepted that I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy because I'm sad um I know I can have happiness you know at lots of points during the day and you know joy in lots of moments but my general you know thing is I'm we're destroyed um so I found that quite amazing because I don't think about things in terms of how much pleasure I'm gonna get from something or how happy I'm gonna be, or I don't really look forward to things in the same way. And that's kind of taken out of the equation um, a lot of mess. And so it's quite nice right now, cause I'm like, okay, if I just ignore the fact that I'm, you know, that's, I'm not including that in the equation of, of you know, where we're going to live or what we're going to, it's about, you know, how, what, how good this is going to be for us as a family and how much work we can do and how productive we can be and what's going to be healthiest for all of us and stuff. It's, it's quite great because I'm not thinking about my, I'm not saying I'm selfless, but I'm definitely less concerned with being happy, mm-hmm. which I think before I was consumed by. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I find it. I maybe just have a different approach to it than you or a different... I find that I tend to get much sadder about it when I'm sad anyway about other things. Like I can understand that I tend to overthink it and ruminate it about it a lot more when I'm also anxious about other stuff. And it's nice because it kind of keeps me in check and it gives me perspective to not be so sad about the other thing. But it is also about like a control thing and I have to be like, okay, wait, am I really, really base level sad about this thing 
or am I just anxious about this like audition I've been rejected from and I'm telling myself that I'm sad about the other thing so that's a really interesting that's so clever it's a really interesting thing that I'm starting to realize two years on now like there's always going to be it there but you can't like put I can't put my other like reasons for being anxious or sad or angry or anything like that on that because that's not fair because that little like nugget that's still there is always going to be there and it's not doing anything to me differently apart from occasionally on some days so that's mm. interesting that's just something I've noticed recently you've therapied yourself that's such a clever thing maybe maybe I can't do that yet I'm still too clouded everything is clouded yeah I can't really differentiate and I think that's um a matter of writing the book as well and finishing it finally mm-hmm. I say I mean that's the thing about life now I've realized I've I've thought I finished this book months ago I know and there always is another thing and it's kind of like oh is it never going to be finished and is that the nature of all creative product projects that it's, it's your choice when it's finished yeah it's T- totally <laughs> I mean totally and that's I mean in the last that I've done it I did I did think oh that would have passed but no I would need to do yeah. you know five days solidly of working on it and crying over it but um I'm really looking forward to the next project and this next kind of period in our lives because it should be hopefully lighter. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of, I'm really glad that, this is, sounds horrible, but I'm kind of relieved that the rest of the world has gone through a period of grief and mourning in a way of for, for their lives that they have not been able to lead in the last year because it's kind of, it's it's kind of matching up with where we are in a way and what we're now kind of hopefully gonna step into the sunshine with. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll come out of this and we'll be the really cool social girls that we never got to be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It could be a blossoming into a butterfly thing. Exactly. Coming out of our capillary or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel likely. No, no. But you've got to hold the possibility there. Yeah, I do really want to get into... Um, not, I know we talked about the secret before, but I would really like to have some form of hypnotherapy or something to make me a more positive person. Mm-hmm. I would really like that. Yeah. Just because I am so negative. Yeah, 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 big time. I, I'm just, big I, time, me too. I just wish I wasn't so, yeah, cloudy occasionally. So I was actually just thinking, um, like considering that we've worked so much together this year, how do you think it's going to feel like when you're, put into a working situation with other people because for me I've been auditioning for something in person for the last few weeks and I have to go in again this week for like dialect coaching and um chemistry reads with some other people and I just realized I was I've been nasty and hostile and strange this whole time that I've been meeting all these people I have no idea why they want to meet me again maybe because being deeply uncomfortable gives you um like quite a cool girl energy Mm. on the surface but it's funny because I realize it's just because people don't have your like we have such a similar wavelength now that we work on it's very strange to go into a room of other people that are just completely different like Mm. you know just doing different things (laughs) yeah so how do you feel like the idea of working with other people again sending your book out now realizing there are going to be probably rooms and meetings and stuff that you're going to do where I'm not going to be there yeah I think I had an inkling of that with filming and realizing I kind of speak about you every other sentence uh-huh. uh, and I definitely found it overwhelming and exhausting being around so many different people and faces mm. and like having to adjust to people's smell and mm. that you know reading their eyes and faces and I just it was I found it really exhausting yeah. so I'm kind of really scared about that and actually 
I don't think I'm going to be putting myself into the ring for a lot of stuff this year. I think I'm going to keep my level of hibernation up to a certain extent because of the baby and enjoy that. And I, that's the luxury of having a baby. I can kind of hide myself away, but I don't think I'm ready to go back into the world. I, I'm I'm happy to kind of go to coffee shops and go to like restaurants and stuff, but I'm I'm really enjoying still being quite isolated, mm-hmm. which I, I know that, that a lot of people ha- will hate the thought of that mm-hmm. and kind of think that I'm, you know, being stupid. But No, I think a lot of people relate to it. Everyone's talking about the idea that they're not going to be used to the world when they come out of this. Do you think that um, you, 10 years ago when you were my age and I was 13 or 14, would you ever have imagined us still working together and, and, and doing stuff like this? Well, when, when we first started doing videos, so I would have been 23, um, you were 13, I... It wasn't, no offense, it wasn't like I, well, no, you'd always been good and funny and I'd always kind of, it just wasn't even a choice. It was just like a given that yeah. you would be in the videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like I asked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like a trusty backpack at that point. <laughs> it's just like, come on, baby, we're going. This is what you're doing today. Yeah, yeah. I was honestly the most adaptable child. If you're the youngest of five, I'm sure you understand. And you have to share a room with like your two brothers in a bunk bed in the corner and your mum and your dad in between, sleeping in between them for years you kind of get used to being just told what you're going to be doing that day. Yeah. You don't have a lot of choice. And it was quite great in a way because I I didn't have to, yeah, I didn't have to, I was so horrible on those days as well. Do you remember mm-hmm. when I, when we first started filming? Because I basically used all of the money I'd earned from getting a couple of acting jobs to plow into my YouTube videos, my YouTube career, which obviously didn't take off. It was, it was, <laughs> it was great. A niche, a niche following. Um, thank you. And yeah, I was so militant on those days. I would become like, okay, you go over there, you go over there, you do this, you do this. And it was kind of a running joke how horrible I would be on those days of filming. Mm. And you were just so sweet. Take and it all on the time. Trip. Yeah. I think that probably did impact you a lot. I loved it. I, I know, but I, I just feel bad that maybe I, that's, I don't know. But like, how do you, do you think that you would have ever imagined that like we would be such good friends now? Yes, but that's also shows what life does to you, but you just don't really see time. It just happens and things happen and life happens and we've just been there every single, I mean, every single creative thing I've done I've I've involved you mm-hmm. or you've been part of it or mm-hmm. you know helped been done it with me created it with me whatever so like just don't know how I would do it now yeah but I would also I'm really glad that um you know life has meant that we now really appreciate that I think yeah. that we wouldn't have appreciated it so much if Ben hadn't um we wouldn't just have, I wouldn't have realized how important that is and how lucky we are to have each other yeah and how like the relationship and the communication you have with a sibling is so special and tight and you don't have to explain things you can just say stuff um yeah oh my god finishing the read I finished my book this morning and I read it through again and I just started kind of bawling and crying because it's about two sisters obviously and it's a mishmash of both of us um both characters really um and I just, I felt so heavy with with it and just amazing really that we've been able to, I don't know, I just feel like it's an accurate portrayal of, of uh, two very close sisters. And so I'm, I'm really glad that 
I don't know. I just feel really kind of grateful that it's actually done now. You should be really proud of yourself, honestly. Thank you. People have been really, really nice so far. Really? Yeah, People really, 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 really nice. In, yeah. Like their, their opinions yeah. and stuff. I didn't realise that in the book world, you have to get quotes for the front of your book to kind of tell other people to buy it, basically. And um, I'm just, I've just been kind of overwhelmed with how nice people have been about it, which is really nice. Yeah. Don't, I don't know if that's going to affect, you know, how well it does, but just getting somebody else's opinion about your work that you respect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is just like, oh my God, I would, I would have paid so much money for that feeling mm-hmm. of validation. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> no, just now. I, I, when they sent me these, I've got a couple so far, and I literally was like, I, I genuinely would have, I would have, I would have paid like a month's rent for that. Mm-hmm. Just that that that's momentary. Just oh, thank God. Yeah, of course. It must just be like uh, confirming that you're not crazy. That the, all the work that you've put into something hasn't been for nothing. That must have been a hugely yeah. like relieving feeling. Yeah, but it is it very exposing? Alfie's reading it for the first time, and he within like two minutes of reading it found a typo. <laughs> and I honestly felt like I'd failed. <laughs> I, just felt like, I mean, he he's been so sweet about it, and he's he's reading it every night, which is really nice. But I, I was oh, just good for you, Alfie. I know I was, you're listening. I was so disappointed that he found a typo, and I didn't notice it. Yeah, but plenty of the books that we've read that have been proofs have had typos in it. I know, I know, I know, I know. So, what do you think your ten year old self would be? Do you think that she would be happy with what you're doing in your life? I really have no idea. I think that, like, now I actually have more distance from being young and whatever and the kind of, like, thoughts and perception of myself that I had. I was just, like, such a uh, happy kind of, but really lightweighted person in a way. Like, I was just so happy-go-lucky. I just did whatever I was told and I just, like, bundled into myself into situations and just tried super hard and just adored you so much and looked up to you and everything like that. But I just had no concept of anything bad or anything negative or I just had such huge dreams and um, no real kind of like angst or worries that I feel like such a completely different person now that I can look back at that person and be like, oh, that's, you know, that's very, very sweet. But I I'm, I think I'm much more well-rounded now. So I have no idea if like 10-year-old me would would be happy. That's just, okay, right, 10-year-old, I, I definitely was probably a little bit happier. But when I was... 13 mm-hmm. I think no I think even earlier I, my ambition and my dogged determination started from so young and mm. it creeps me out yeah it really creeps oh my god me I had I, I, I had such huge like kind of opinions of myself I guess in a way I don't think it was like ever really narcissistic or anything like that but I think it must just be a youth thing that you really think that you're capable of anything because that's what they tell children whereas now it's like I know I think I'm capable of nothing <laughs> so yeah, it's such a shame that leaves <laughs> yeah oh um so we're in a minute gonna get Donnie in here because Donnie is on his Easter holidays obviously and he I mean they they had the Easter holidays a bit too quickly really for 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 their own good I think but he keeps asking to be on the podcast mm-hmm. and he keeps wanting to talk about ideas for the podcast. And mm-hmm. he thought that today's episode was episode 20 and he wanted to do a special superhero themed celebration. Celebration. <laughs> so, and I just can't break his heart anymore. So we just have to include him. Um, and so we're going to ask him some questions about um, random stuff, yeah. really. But just this is kind of this is this Donnie will be watching this. And so thank you, Donnie, for being our biggest fan. We love you, Donnie. I'll go get him. Yeah. 
keep it on, okay? So, so you guys can say, um, oh, actually, I know what would be really good to start with is Donnie's got an idea for um, our new theme tune. Really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, do Donnie, wanna, do you want to tell us? Do you remember what the podcast is called? We can't talk about that right now. Yeah. You, you can maybe sing it into the mic. No, too, too, too nervous. Okay. Are we recording? Okay, cool. So, Donnie, when you speak into the microphone, you have to kind of speak quite closely. Can you see the microphone? Yeah. Okay, so welcome to the podcast, Donnie and Margot. How do you feel being on our podcast finally? Special guests. <laughs> One of our only guests. Our only guests. Yeah. We also made a mistake, Donnie. We're actually on only on episode 19. We're it's not, not 20. It's not 20. So I thought, uh, okay. yeah. But what, I was still... your, what was your idea for episode 20? You need to speak a little <laughs> clearer than you that. You don't! Say everyone! Okay, but that could hurt people's ears. That could hurt people's ears, couldn't so it? you have to be really gentle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. So what would you like to talk about today? Mm. Speak into the pod, into the mic. Not that close, like this close. I have no idea. Okay, that's okay. great. <laughs> that's sometimes how we feel. Mm-hmm. Literally, literally, you can't be, you're kidding, right? Right? <laughs> How was your Easter? How was your Easter? Did you enjoy the Easter egg hunt? I felt completely sick after the eggs. Yeah, me too. You just are sick. Did mm-hmm. you just have another egg downstairs? No, little. I had a little one. You didn't have one. Because you wanted a big. Oh, you wanted a big one. Try not to move that too much because it creates sound. Okay. Mm. So, do you want to explain um, who your favourite superhero is? I'm wearing it right now. Do I really have to say it? (laughs) (laughs) The sass, my goodness gracious me. For people who are listening, he's wearing a Spider-Man. Is it Spider-Man? It's Mars Morales. It's Mars Morales. From Into the Spider-Verse, it really is a brilliant film. I would recommend to adults and children alike. Donnie was obsessed with Spider-Verse for quite a long time. We did watch Spider-Verse many, many times. Well, the really funny thing was when I was young, I adored Captain America, but then, but then, weirdly, like, after that, I, 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 I wasn't. I was just adored Spider-Man. Well, I guess that shows that you can, you're capable of a lot of change as you grow up. What do you think, Donnie, about that? Do you think that people stay the same? Or do you think that they grow and they, they change? What do you think? Uh, grow and change. Do you think that you're the same as you were a few years ago? No, I'm definitely not. Really? How do you think you've become different? Well, I'm... I don't really know. Well, you used to love Gecko, didn't you? From... You used to love, yeah, yeah the boy, the lizard boy. Gecko, but now I love, now I love Catboy. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> they both have their merits, don't they? Weird. I changed that too. What's what's kind of what would you like if you had your own podcast? What would it be about? It would be about. Wait, let me just think about it. You take all the time you need, Sarah. Uh, I know. <laughs> Who the heck are you? Who the who the heck are you? Yeah, who the heck are you? Is that what it would be called? Yeah. Oh, that's a great who the title. Heck are you? Yeah, who the heck are you? Answering the real questions about about the Selford. And what 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 would it be about? Uh, uh well, who'd ah, I have a good one. Is I would I would say my podcast a lot. 
Who the heck is watching this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how we feel sometimes. So I understand that. And Margot, what would your podcast be called? Oh, yeah, that is actually one you the heck that, that actually one is Yours would be called Who's Who the Heck is watching this podcast? I actually want to know now. Do you think that Mummy and BB are cool? Do you think that people would want to listen to our podcast? Let me just think. No, you just think? Yeah. Take a, take a sec. <laughs> Do you think we're cool? Maybe it should be funner, like a superhero thing or... You think it could be a bit funner? It could be yeah. like a superhero thing. Yeah, like yeah. A, I think we could probably inject like some on, more. Uh, like on episode nineteen or something. Mm-hmm. Like on on or like twenty nine or. Mm-hmm. Margot, should we ask Margot a question? Margot, what what would your podcast be called? I mean, and what would it be about? Shh, you need to. Oh, who the heck? Okay, so Margot's got a little bit of stage fright. You know, we told her that she can't be in it, and she got quite upset. But now look at her. She doesn't live up, doesn't really quite live up to the, the pressure put on her. So that's something she's going to need to deal with. Um, Donny, what is it like? Um, what is it like having a mummy who's so beautiful and cool, Aww. but then an auntie who's also so beautiful and so cool? Uh, well, I think the final one of both of you is that you're fun. You're really fun on Easter, and <coughs> and, and you're really fun every day. But the thing is about mummies is they can't always be fun, okay, Donny? Aunties can always be fun. Yeah, she she gives us a lot of sugar. But no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but do I? But do, I, I, but do you think I'm fun sometimes? Uh, on Easter, you are. Okay. Yeah. But what about generally? Do you the rest think, of the year? Do you not think I'm fun? Uh, not really. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. But you, but you love me. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, that I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> do you think I'm fun, Margot? Yeah. How old are you? Thirty-three. How old are you? Thirty-three. How old are you? Wow. Thank you very much for being guests, guys. Just stand there and try and be silent, and we're not going to even. It's a competition, okay? If you can stay silent, you get a big prize. But you mustn't knock it, okay? Just stay as still as you can. Ready? Yeah, ready. Okay, we have now a little guest for the remainder of the podcast, a silent guest. Mm-hmm. He's, his test is to stay silent. Yeah, I don't think he's going to succeed. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. It, Jen, Donny, Donny. Donny, all you have to do is say something, say something like really boring. Okay, okay we'll be, we'll be super really boring. boring, super, yeah. super boring. Um, I was just thinking about when we were talking about the moving chat um, and the fact that you don't, you don't want to live with me, you think it'd be bad for me. Um, do you remember how it felt living with me when I was 20 and you were 30 and um, we were living mm. in that house together? Yeah, but that was just so different because me and Alfie were broken up and I was so, it was so difficult on my own. And I know I'm not, a, it wasn't like I was a single mum with no support because mm-hmm. you and like moving in with you and our mum was just like amazing. Mm-hmm. But it did transport me back to a time of um because I was kind of you know dating and stuff and I was just so frantic and also you know I was in a completely different place and Mm -hmm. you were in such an awkward you know transitionary phase between teenager and adulthood Mm -hmm. and um, And I just started going out probably for the first time I would come back and clearly been drinking and you would have been there like looking after the kids and giving them supper and stuff and 
no matter what, we just jarred with each other's yeah. energies. Like I was allowed to be doing what I was doing and you had to be doing what you were doing. But together it just felt so yeah. strange. But I guess I just felt like it would be different now. I know? know, I know. But then it's like, I don't think most couples have their sister living with them. <laughs> I think you guys can make it work. I think you can make it work. Please don't make me move in with one of my friends, Jessie. I know, I know. But it's just, it's just, I think it does signify the end of me and Alfie's relationship. Um, or No, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, honestly, I'll be encouraging you guys to go and have private time. I'll be outside the bedroom door being like, go for it, kids. I know, I know. But then I'll feel bad that I'm not spending as much time with the kids. So it's just kind of, it's a no-win situation. I'd much prefer to have you you know, as a constant guest that mm-hmm. can leave and you'll then benefit from that a lot more. Yeah, maybe I've just got too used to us yeah, all being so close so. together. I, I kind of, I've got so reliant on help, like from you, from, you know, help from... Um, Thinking about that, you could look after half of the day and you could look after the other half. And as you can see, I think if you if, if we were to continue to live with each other to this extent, I think that I would I would be sidelined very quickly yeah. and I'm just not ready to be kind yeah. of, you know, have my... The cool auntie can only be cool if she's only around some of the time, Donnie. I think that's what you need to remember. Yeah. Really? You've, got, you've got too reliant on BB's play dates. Yeah, exactly. You'd lose all interest if it suddenly became like forever, no, forever. You, you know, you don't fight much for playtime. I don't fight. I don't play. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of mother. I'm yeah. trying to embrace that side of me. Yeah, I did. I, you know, I sometimes do. You can't shame mummy for it. Okay, Donnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sometimes does, but she always said she. When she, <laughs> when she, when she is an actor, she always said she's not a good actor. Well, that's nice of you to say. Donnie, you um, need to stop being talking now. Remember, we said that you had to yeah. be silent. Dad. So just stand there, okay? Kids are very brutal, aren't yeah. they? They really yeah. are brutal. Yeah. I've noticed Alfie's... Sorry to talk about Alfie again, but he started using retinol. Mm-hmm. It really makes a difference. Mm, mm, it really does. Yeah. Just because I, I was thinking, oh, the kids are brutal, and they constantly tell me that I've got, like, a tummy mm. or... You know, yeah, I they look say tired. I look tired. They pick up my spots yeah. all the time. Yeah, so maybe I should I start using retinol. Exactly, they're like a manifestation of the thoughts inside of your head. You know? Do you think? Mm. Cool. So, um, Donny, will you now say goodbye to everybody for us? Goodbye. Say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Please, can you say support us on Patreon? Patreon. What the heck is Patreon? It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Support us on Patreon. Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com. Patreon.com. Forward slash. Forward slash. Cave Sisters. Cave Sisters. What? <laughs> and I think maybe for episode 20 we will do a voice note Q&A session. And maybe, and maybe for episode 20 you could do a kind of... Uh, Go on. Power one. Power one, so secret one. Yeah. Power, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so, so I'm, but I'm going to address this again. Okay, great. Thank you, Donnie. Donnie and Margot have been very special guests, um, and we're very grateful for continued support. If you do like the podcast, please can you subscribe and and write a review on iTunes? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. In every video in the whole world, why do they always say that and? Every single video or podcast. Because otherwise people won't be able to find the podcast. Mm-hmm. 
It's just what you do, Johnny. It's just what you do. Like and subscribe. You can't be so radical, okay? I know you want to just break the establishment, likes. but you know we're not we're not as strong as you are, okay? Okay, I'm not strong. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, if you subscribe, please type in, please type in, mm -hmm. please okay. type in, who the who the heck are you? We're not. I don't mean that. That who the heck? Type in your name so I know who the heck is I. <laughs> okay, thank you yeah. for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.